Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Today, by the way, as well, um, is the, an annual fundraising flag day and the largest fundraising event in the year for Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. And unfortunately, collections have had to be cancelled due to the COVID-19. And at this time of unprecedented challenge, now more and more than ever, I suppose, Cystic Fibrosis Ireland needs your support so they can continue to provide the much-needed support they give to people in Ireland with cystic fibrosis. You can get behind the appeal by donating online, by the way, at uh, 65roseday.ie. That's 65roseday.ie. Day, sorry, rosesday.ie. Now, Bevan Murphy lives with cystic fibrosis, 25 years of age, and she joins me on the line. Bevan, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you? Good. You sound very lively and happy today, Bevan. I'm glad <laughs> sure to hear. It's a Friday. <laughs> it's a Friday. Friday feeling. <laughs> everybody, everybody used to look forward to the bank holiday weekends, but this bank holiday weekend, everyone's gone, ah, sure, look, just let me get back to work. I know. You can't really differentiate between the days. I'm struggling to... <laughs> I know. Every day is kind of like a Sunday now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but for, for you, Bevan, I suppose, to make people understand, when we talk about social distancing and washing your hands and staying at home, and for you, I suppose, that's more important than anybody else, because obviously you are vulnerable uh, you're in a situation whereby you know if you catch it more so than anybody else you would be in a very vulnerable situation so what precautions are you personally taking well you know i'd like this is kind of all the social distancing and the hand washing and being really careful is something people with cystic fibrosis do their whole entire life like i'm always really conscious of being around people who are like maybe have a cold or a flu and or who are generally conscious. unhygienic <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like you know, washing my hands all the time. So I'm going to do that anyway. But at the moment, the last four weeks now, I have just completely isolated. I've been staying in my house. I haven't been leaving my house. I was going for walks up until two weeks ago. Okay. And now I've just been staying in the house completely. Um, and it's myself and my mum, my brother and my dad are dropping the shop into the door. We're bringing the shop in, wiping it down. Um, so, yeah, like just doing kind of similar to what a lot most people are doing. Okay. And um, then just keeping myself as well as I can to avoid going into Well, do you think generally we're complacent as human beings? Because I was thinking about this even before COVID-19 came along. Maybe now we realise that when it came to, say, even the flu would be very dangerous for you to get, uh, obviously because it would affect mm-hmm. your respiratory system. So are we complacent as human beings when we think that maybe a half a million people every year die of the flu, uh, they get pneumonia or related mm-hmm. illnesses from the flu, uh, because we don't wash our hands and because we go to work with a snot and a sniffle and we're coughing into other people people's kind of backgrounds and faces. Yeah. And are, we, are we complacent? Yeah, well, to be honest, I don't know how to answer that, like, fully. But I think I think now people are definitely more complacent because of it's pandemic, it's a new virus, and the fact that there's no vaccine. So, you know, mm. people are more afraid of it than they would be of the likes of the flu and, the, and a cold. And that's more because that's been around for donkey's years where this is brand new. But yeah. I do think, you know... Hand hygiene, like I think in school, children should be taught basically how to wash their hands properly because there is an act to it. Of course, yeah. And like we, we, we can see that now. So I think, you know, I think hand hygiene and, you know, coughing properly and, you know, disposing of tissues properly, if people were to do that all the time, regardless of a pandemic or not, I think it would actually make the community safer from flus and colds. I mean, your, uh, your life is complicated as it is with cystic fibrosis. And I don't mean to obviously not pass judgment on you, but it is more complicated than the average person. Yeah. And what's it like living with cystic fibrosis at a time like this? Um, to be honest, you know, 
Isolation is something I'm used to. So I'd be an inpatient in Vincent's hospital quite frequently. So I'm used to having to entertain myself and being in a room by myself for weeks on end. Um, so I'm actually very calm and quite relaxed with the whole isolation thing and not seeing people. Um, but it is nerve-wracking as well because of the virus that's out there and I'm doing everything I can to keep myself well and hope that it doesn't come into my home. But of course, I still have the fears that it will. Um, I'm contract it and you know it's obviously a virus that attacks the lungs and cirrhosis is a condition that attacks the lungs so you know obviously So the way most of us are feeling now is something that you've probably felt all of your life and you're kind of used to it to some degree I suppose Yeah like the isolation really doesn't bother me the sitting in and not have you know not getting to socialise and not getting to do things I just I'm very accepting of that I'm used maybe I I don't know if it's right to say that I'm lucky because yeah. I'm in hospital all the time. I, I I know how to entertain myself. I know how to accept situations. Um, and how are you now at 25 years of age? What's your, what's your lung capacity like at the moment, and how, what's your current moment, condition? Um, at the moment, my lung my lung capacity is at 50 percent when I'm well. Um, I would often be in hospital. I was in over Christmas, and I was in you know two months before that. So I would have the hospital missions every few months. Okay. Um, when I get a bad infection. Um, but I'm generally like speaking, I'm as well as I can be. Are you um, using or can be or what? Are you no, a- I'm not on any of the new treatments. Um, I'm not compatible. My mutation isn't compatible for any of those treatments. Okay. But I got into exercise when I was about 18 and that completely changed my lo- life. So I always call exercise my miracle drug. Okay, because that kind of expands the lungs a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah it gives me a new quality of life, yeah. Okay, all right. And and I suppose the downside of it is that unlike, I suppose, other people and your peers, you have to be extra cautious. You can't be going to large events or large gatherings when you're feeling, I suppose, a little bit down or when you feel your lung capacity is down. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I would be very cautious then. You know, I'd always sometimes, if I'm meeting up with my friends, I'd always ask, like, is anyone sick in the group? Because <laughs> right. if anyone's sick, I mightn't go. <laughs> You'd ring around or go onto the local, the WhatsApp group and say, has anybody yeah. got a cold? Yeah, yeah. Because I can't go now. And that, that must be really difficult for a young person, I suppose, at 25 years of age to have to do that. What about kind of going abroad and stuff like that and going on holidays? How does... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm well-travelled. Like, it doesn't stop me. I One thing I don't do is let the F stop me. Like, um, I've... You know, I did a J1, I did a six-year holiday growing up. I did all these things that I might have have just ended up in hospital straight after them. But I never let it, like, stop me from doing anything. Like, I'm after, I went back to college in September. So, I, you know, I, I, it obviously gets in the way. I do plan around it. And sometimes, as I said, it creeps up and without you knowing, and you're sick within a few hours and you're in hospital. So, you do have to miss a lot of things. But again, it's, I suppose I'm 25 years living with it. I'm very used to it. Yeah. And if you had a message, particularly this bank holiday weekend, of course, the government are telling everybody to lock down, particularly this weekend, because it is a weekend people might be tempted to go out, particularly if the weather is good. Mm-hmm. If you had a message for everybody out there who doesn't have CF and goes about their normal lives, et cetera, et cetera, and are concerned about this lockdown, what message would you give them? You know, taking into consideration there are people like you, people who are elderly, people who are mm-hmm. vulnerable, people who have different immune um, compromised situations. What message would you give to those people? I think, you know, People need to realise it's a lot closer to home um, with regards to who's vulnerable in your life. You might not realise it, but, you know, your friends in college or work or your neighbour, your grandparents, your parents, one of them could actually, you know, get the virus and it could affect them in a really drastic way or detrimental way. And, you know, by going around living a normal life and thinking it's okay to meet up with... Because I'm grand, yeah, sure, I'll be grand, yeah. Yeah, because... 
So you need to look at the bigger picture. Um, you know, we know that the ICUs already in Ireland are nearly, you know, in some hospitals are full, I've been told. So yep. we need to think of, you know, other people than yourself and, you know, put yourself in, say, like a, a young person's shoes who has a long-term condition um, and he's terrified of, like, going outside to get the virus with the, with the fear that they'll, you know, they'll get it and they won't be here by the end of it. Have you ever had a really bad situation yourself where maybe you got the flu or you got pneumonia or like most of us do at some point in our life? Have you ever been in that really bad situation where you ended up in a ventilator? Um, no, lucky I've never ended up in a ventilator. Now, I had the flu over Christmas and I ended up being in the hospital for three and a half weeks and I was quite unwell. It was probably the sickest I've been in a few years. but And it was it was scary. Like it was, yeah. like I, And even my, my poor mum was terrified. She even ended up sleeping over in the hospital with me because, and that hasn't been done in, since I was a child. So it is it is scary. So I can't even imagine how terrifying it would be having to be put on a ventilator or, you know, being worse than I was. So it is very scary. I've been, you know, I have had the flu before. And, and are your family more protective of you now than ever before, I suppose? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like they're staying away to protect me, which is obviously hard because you want to see them. But like, that's the love. Like, you have to do it. I'd say you missed them something awful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're listening to you right now and you can tell them you miss them. <laughs> I miss you all. <laughs> well, look, Bevan, you have a lovely weekend, although although an isolated weekend, but have a lovely yeah. weekend. And hopefully, you know, this will all go away very soon and you can get back to some level of normality in your life again because I know it's more difficult for you than it is for most people out there listening today. Yeah, absolutely. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. There's Bevan Murphy. Thanks a million. Just to give you an idea of what it's like for somebody who lives, I suppose, in a situation where they may be immune compromised, they may be vulnerable, and particularly people with CF who always have that problem, obviously, with lung capacity. Um, it is more dangerous than, you know, anybody else. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.